the mahabharata chapter 14 sri krishna's hunger while the pandavas were dwelling in the forest duryodhana celebrated a great sacrifice with much pomp and splendor he wanted to perform the rajasuya sacrifice but the brahmanas told him that he could not do that while yudhishthira and dhritarashtra were alive and advised him to perform the sacrifice known as the vaishnava instead he accepted this advice and celebrated the vaishnava with great splendor when the ceremony was over though the citizens began to talk among themselves that duryodhana's sacrifice had not come even a 16th part of yudhishthira's rajasuya in magnificence friends of duryodhana on the other hand praised him and the sacrifice he had celebrated and likened it to those performed by yayati mandhata bharata and others court sycophants were not sparing with their incense karna told duryodhana that his rajasuya has been only postponed till the pandavas should be defeated and slain in battle he repeated that his part would be the slaying of arjuna <clears throat> till till i have slain arjuna i shall not take meat or wine nor will i refuse the prayer of anyone who asks me for anything such was the solemn vow taken by karna in the assembly the sons of dhritarashtra were delighted to hear this vow of the great hero karna and shouted in joy they felt as if the pandavas had been slain already spies conveyed to the pandavas in the forest the news of the oath taken by karna yudhishthira was greatly concerned for he had a great opinion of karna's prowess karna had been born with divine armor he was undoubtedly a mighty hero one morning just before the hour of awakening yudhishthira had a dream Many of our dreams come either in the beginning or at the end of our sleep. He dreamt that the wild beasts of the forests came and appealed to him piteously not to destroy them altogether but to move on to some other place. They invoked his mercy with tears and supplications. Much moved, Yudhishthira proceeded to another part. of the forest with his brothers one day the sage durvasa went to duryodhana with his 10000 disciples knowing the sage's temper duryodhana carefully attended himself to all matters connected with the reception of the guests 
and was so lavish in his hospitality that the sage was gratified and told him to ask for any boon. Duryodhana felt greatly relieved at having come so safely out of the ordeal and when the sage asked him to seek a boon, it occurred to him that here was an opportunity of letting loose the irritable sage on the Pandavas. He told Durvasa, you, you have blessed us, great sage, by accepting our hospitality. Our brothers are in the forest. Kindly, kindly deign to visit them also, so that they may likewise be honoured and happy. And Duryodhana suggested for that visit a time when he knew that all the food prepared would have been eaten and none would be left for unexpected guests. The sage who liked always to test people, consented to do as Duryodhana had requested. Duryodhana felt sure that the Pandavas, who themselves lived from hand to mouth in the forest, would be unable to feed or entertain the sage and his followers, and would incur some dreadful curse from that too hasty visitor for their want of hospitality. This would give him greater joy than any benefit he would have asked for himself when the sage offered a boon. Durvasa went with his disciples to the Pandavas as was desired by Duryodhana as the latter were resting after their midday meal. The brothers welcomed the sage, saluted and honoured him. Then the sage said, We shall be back soon. Our meals must be ready then, for we are hungry. And he hurried off with his followers to the river. As a result of the austerities of Yudhishthira at the beginning of their stay in the forest, the sun god had given him the Akshaya Patra, a wonderful vessel which held a never-failing supply of food. In making the gift, the god had said, Through this, I shall place at your disposal for twelve years as much food as is required for your daily consumption, not till everyone has been served and Draupadi herself has taken her share will the vessel become empty for the day. Accordingly, the Bahmanas and other guests would be served first. Afterwards, the Pandava brothers would take their meals Finally, Draupadi would have her share. When Durvasa reached the place, all of them, including Draupadi, had eaten their meals, so the vessel was empty.
denuded of its power for the day. Draupadi was greatly troubled, perfectly at a loss to find food when the sage and his disciples should return after their ablutions. In the kitchen she prayed earnestly to Sri Krishna who came to her aid in this hopeless predicament and delivered her from the wrath of the sage in this manner. Krishna said, I am very hungry. Bring without delay something to eat and we shall speak of other things afterwards. Now here was a pretty pass. It looked as though the ally from whom she hoped for relief had gone over to the foe. She cried out in great confusion, Alas! Why do you try me thus, O Krishna? The power of the vessel given by Sun God is exhausted. And the sage Durvasa has come. What shall I do? The sage and his disciples will soon be here and as though this were not enough, you have also come at this juncture saying that you are hungry. Sri Krishna said, I am I'm terribly hungry. I want food, no excuses. Fetch the vessel and let me see for myself. Draupadi brought it to him, a tiny bit of cooked vegetable and a grain of rice was sticking to the rim of the vessel. Krishna saw this, picked it up and ate it with satisfaction, accepting them as Sri Hari, the soul of the universe. Draupadi was filled with shame at her slovenliness in not having cleaned the vessel, free of all remnants. A bit had been left which had been partaken by Vasudeva. Sri Krishna seemed replete with satisfaction after eating this solitary grain and calling Bhimha told him to go to the river and intimate to the revered sage that food was ready and waiting for them. Bhimasena, greatly puzzled but full of faith in Sri Krishna, hastened to the river where Durvasa and his followers were bathing. They were in great surprise to find that their ravenous hunger had given place to a pleasant satiety. They had all the comfortable cheerfulness of people who had feasted well. Disciples told the sage, We've come here after asking Yudhishthira to prepare food for us, but we feel well fed and full and cannot eat anything more. Durvasa knew what it was and he told Bhima, We have taken our meals. Tell Yudhishthira to forgive us. Then the party went away. 
the explanation is that as the whole universe is contained in sri krishna his satisfaction with a single grain of rice satisfied for the time the hunger of all beings including the sage yatra yogeshwara krishno yatra partho dharurtarah tatra sri vijayo bhutir durvani tirmatirmema